This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. New court filings argue the Environmental Protection Agency rushed its decision to reapprove the use of dicamba just days before the 2020 presidential election. The decision was announced October 27th of 2020 to extend the herbicide's registration for cotton and soybean use for another five years. The product remains on the market but can only be used under the mitigation requirements and before the cutoff dates rolled out by the EPA. But a cadre of environmental groups and the National Family Farm Coalition say those restrictions aren't enough. They say EPA ignored data when it was considering the re-registration at the request of senior Trump administration officials. Specifically, they say the agency failed to consider dicamba's effect on trees and endangered species, as well as contaminated rainfall and runoff. Steve Davies has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. The nation's largest farm organization is hoping to maintain its legal momentum on federal water regulation. Two courts have now issued injunctions on the Biden administration's Waters of the U.S. rule after a North Dakota federal judge blocked the rule in 24 states yesterday. That, coupled with the two states covered in a previous injunction, means the law is in effect in less than half the states in the country. American Farm Bureau Deputy General Counsel Travis Cushman says arguments posed by farm groups are resonating. What's really significant here is that the courts are saying this new rule should not have gone into effect. It's It's not a good rule. This new rule will require states, landowners, and countless other affected parties to undertake expensive compliance efforts is neither understandable nor intelligible, and its boundaries are unlimited. Injunctions are temporary pauses on a regulation's enforcement while a case is considered further, but the issue is certain to be affected by a pending Supreme Court decision in the Sackett v. EPA case, which also challenges the federal jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. Cushman says that could send the agency back to the drawing board. Hopefully Sackett will more clearly delineate what the limits are, what it's are, so we'll have to continue going back and forth on this issue. But it's clear from these two rulings from Texas and North Dakota that EPA has continued to fail to appropriately write WOTUS within the terms of the Clean Water Act in a reasonable and a knowable way. The high court is scheduled to be in session until June 26th, so a decision is certain to come in the next two and a half months. Finally today, South American weather is having a big impact on the continent's crop production. AgriPulse's Hannah Peggle has more. Drought in South America is causing crop loss in some major grain-producing areas. World Agricultural Outlook Board Chair Mark Jekinowski says the drought is impacting Argentina the most. Argentina clearly is sort of the centerpiece of the effect of the drought in southern South America. But that drought isn't limited to Argentina. It's also spilling over into Uruguay and also spilling over a bit into southern Brazil. So even though we raised our Brazil production forecast, it's worth noting that soybean production throughout most of Brazil is up this year, benefiting from very good growing conditions, very good rain. The drought is also hitting the southernmost part of Brazil in the state of Rio Grande do Sul. Their conditions are dry, similar to Argentina. That one part of the country, production yields are under some pressure. So that is the one area of the country that's kind of holding back production in Brazil. Everywhere else, production tends to be up year over year, above the five-year average. USDA lowered Argentina's soybean production by about 6 million tons in its April World Supply and Demand Estimates report. 
Even though the drought is also impacting Brazil's production, it didn't hinder USDA's estimates. The department raised Brazil's projected soybean crop by a million tons to a new record of 154 million tons. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Through Farm Bill programs, producers have put more than 140 million acres of farmland into conservation and wildlife habitat efforts. That's equal to the size of New York and California combined. Learn more at fb.org slash farmbill. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agropulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.